Okay, we've got a tuna tartare, and this is a lobster bisque. Can I have both? Uh, <laughs> Today on Everything Reviewed, we review catering. Welcome back to another episode of Everything, everything Reviewed. Reviewed. We, we review, review everything. everything. I'm Justin Sherman. And I'm Joey Bergeron. And it's time to get goofy. Uh, we say a lot of things together on this podcast. And Zoom has made it great. And it always sounds good. Yeah. And everyone knows. Always in They're sync. They're in sync. I liked right. it. But the nice thing about Zoom. It. Can we review that? Can we review you guys uh, trying to do the intro in unison? Is that what we're yeah. reviewing today? We would. It's just hard to title that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not very It doesn't smooth. look good in the RSS feeds. Yeah, it's not great if it's like uh, 17 words long in the, uh, in the old yeah. RSS. It runs off. You got to stretch out your computer window to read the whole mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> but the nice thing about Zoom, Zoom is you can have guests. Yes. Any. And today... Boy, do we have Oh, one. yeah. Let's introduce him. Can you guys hear that over there through it, Joe? Okay. Today, on the pod, we welcome comedian, podcast host of the Block Party Podcast and the P.O.D. Cast. He has a new album coming out called Long Stories for No Reason on October 16th on Comedy Records. Everybody, welcome to the podcast. John, John Cole. Cole. Yeah. Oh my, welcome. I am yeah, fired up. <laughs> let's yeah, fucking that feel go. on your let's end. Let's go. I don't know where we're going, but let's do it. Yeah, we're there that with you. Uh, I mean, I felt like I was on the Chicago Bulls in 96 right there. Just uh, That's right. That's it. That's the song. We could you tell that off. was a knockoff of the song they uh, used? The Chicago I, Bulls? Kind of. Yeah. Isn't it um, like because the song is very isn't it like a weird it's like a weird band slash artist. No one's ever heard of. Right. Yeah. It's the John Parsons. That's right. Project. That's right. <laughs> Alan, Alan Parsons. Parsons that's Alan. Alan Parsons. And it's <laughs> John yeah. Jim Parsons. Father. In my mind, I was like, I think it's the Alan Parsons project. But then when you said John Parsons, I didn't know enough to be like, no, no, you're wrong. So I was just, yeah. you know, when they were developing Big Bang Theory, it was called the Jim <laughs> yeah, Parsons exactly, project. Exactly. <laughs> Untitled Alan Parsons project. <laughs> well, they do. I don't know if they do this in, in LA, but up here, um, and you guys are both comedians, so maybe you go out for commercials sometimes. But uh, one of the things they do up here when you go out for a commercial is that like um, a lot of the commercials, they want to use non-union talent. But if they do that, that's kind of like considered like against the union. So the company won't say who they are because they don't want to reveal that they're using non-union talent. So it will have a nondescript word and then the word project in it. (laughs) So like, for example, you might be doing an ad for um, Weber uh, and it, but it will be called project barbecue because they don't (laughs) want to say like, Oh, Weber's using non-union talent. 
it's project right. barbecue. So I, so when you said the Jim Parsons project, like that to me was when they hired non-union people for big bang theory. <laughs> it was just project Jim Parsons. Yeah. A bunch of uh, dorky nerds crossing the picket line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Is this where the taping is? Uh, I don't know. Manu, uh, I've seen more fun fact about me. I've seen more of young Sheldon than I have seen of big bang theory. Wow. Whoa. Uh, we, we did a, my previous podcast before block party was a show called real good show. And we did a, a bonus episode mini series where we watched the first six episodes of young Sheldon. And, and so wow. I've, I've, Oh, it's awful. It's the worst. And I've, <laughs> I don't think I've, I've don't think I've ever seen a full episode of big bang theory. So young Sheldon is up on big bang theory six zero in my, uh, <laughs> in my, in at my least world. the big, big theory helps you out with telling you where it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> True. They go laugh here, and you just kind of chuckle, like, "Oh yeah, that is funny." Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, young Sheldon was just—I mean, ugh, I feel bad for that kid. Well, I hate to let you know this, John, but we're, today we're reviewing the first six episodes <laughs> of Young Sheldon. <laughs> I'm equipped. I'm ready to go. I, I, you know what? I wonder if I could remember literally anything about them. Like, I'm as we were talking about it, I'm like, "Do I, is there even like a plot point that I could bring up to make fun of?" And I truly don't remember any of them. I think anytime people. Uh, know that you're consuming bad media there. They like that, you know? Mm, yeah. I'm like not there's a, that podcast where they watch that movie over and over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh grownups or whatever, where they watch yeah. it like every week for a year. Oh my God. There's, I know for a fact in almost famous, there's a scene that's cut and I've watched it where you watch his mom, listen to the entirety of stairway to heaven. <laughs> and because they don't have the rights to it on like the direct, like the Blu-ray or whatever, in the special features, it says, like, push play now. And you watch that woman, that actress whose name is escaping me, just uh, watch Francis the entire... Francis McDormand, is it? It's the woman that looks like her. That was in The Host. Okay. Or not The Host, The Mist, that Stephen King right. movie. <laughs> that's that's what I know her from. Okay. She's got a three the name, Miss. like Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, okay, yeah. Something, something, something. Okay. Yeah, that sounds, anyway. I mean, that sounds terrible. I mean, Led Zeppelin are pretty famous for, like, not letting their music be used in anything. I remember right. one of the one of my favorite movies ever is School of Rock and one of the bonus content things on the School of Rock DVD is the video that they made Led Zeppelin begging them to let them use immigrant song in school of rock. Right. And they did it like at the theater that they filmed the like battle of the bands at. And Jack black was like playing a Led Zeppelin song and everyone's cheering. And he's like, all of these people want you to let us use immigrant song. And they're like cheering right. and stuff. I mean, it worked, I guess, but and then they used like 30 seconds of Jack black vocalizing. Yes, over exactly. <laughs> you're like, I, you're like, this is the big thing. Like and Jack black is like pleading. He's like, the movie won't be the same without your song. And it's like, please, well, let me sing yeah. while I'm driving a bus full of unseat belted children. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, at the same time, we all know the scene, so I guess it did leave. I guess it did. <laughs> yeah, did yeah. Changed right. my life. I think School of Rock is why I started to play guitar. Oh, really? Oh. I don't play anymore, so it was a good four to six month <laughs> period where I... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag, but the guitar on my wall is the School of Rock guitar. Show it. Show it, Joe. Is it the like? It's like Gibson? the same the same one he uses. The oh. it's a cherry red SG. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. Although I think this is the worn wood one. I think his might have like the glossy finish. Beautiful. Yeah, that and just reminds that me of the amp. like uh, of the no, it's eight. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. it's nine. 
<laughs> yes, I was testing you. It's <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got it was a two for it was a two for one, one deal. Yeah, that was on Houses <laughs> right. of the Holy. Not too many people heard it. <laughs> John Paul Jones wrote that one, so it's kind of a deeper cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the one that John Paul Jones threatened to leave Led Zeppelin if they wouldn't let him put that on the album. They're like, all right, okay, that could be track fourteen on uh, Houses of the Holy, whatever. But what about the math song? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Oh man, that's good stuff. That's good podcasting that is, right there. That's, that's what people that was say. great. That could be the episode. That's we it right there. Done. I think we're done. Over. Thanks for doing Thanks. this. Bye, great John. to be here, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> the intro. This uh, this was an episode of Young Sheldon. It was a yeah. one point one act <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of setup. If only the listener could hear all the setup we talked about before yeah. uh, rolling into this. Uh, so we should say you brought this up before, but neither of us follows you. We don't know you. <laughs> we're all strangers. Yeah, you don't know me. Yeah, but our, we're strangers in the night. Our friend Josh tweeted us. He tweeted, replied to you, tagged us and wrote, you know what to do, boys. <laughs> like we wanted to put a hit out on you. <laughs> Eliminate him. yeah i mean this was uh like yeah so i am as you said off the top in that fantastic intro justin i am releasing an album my it's my second comedy album uh it's coming out on october 16th and um yeah so i was like okay i'm gonna my sort of idea because originally my plan was to go to toronto do a bunch of press do some shows i live in vancouver bc obviously toronto is kind of the media capital of canada so that was my big plan was to go there, hang out for like a couple of weeks, do some press, do some shows. Um, and I can't now, obviously. That's right. Uh, so I was like, well, how can I kind of do something that resembles a tour without leaving my house? And I was like, well, I have a podcast. People know me, I guess, sort of. Uh, maybe I'll just put a, put the word out, say, hey, I'll guest on any podcast. Uh, and then, yeah, like a lot of it was like people who follow me and know me and, and listen to blocked party. Sorry. Uh, but then, yeah, there were a few <laughs> situations. No, that's okay. I don't, I don't care at all. Uh, but then, yeah. And then there were definitely a couple situations where, um, I got like messages being like, Hey, we were, we were told that, uh, you know, we should have you on the show. So, uh, Hey, we're going to have you on the show, which is nice and kind that anyone would do that. I think at least your podcast makes sense. I think the, the other one that, uh, like for me, I mean, I don't mean in general, but like, I just, uh, the other, the other situation where this happened, um, and you guys were very nice and excited about having me on, even though you didn't know me, which was cool. The other one was like this, this, uh, woman messaged me and she was like, Hey, um, I have a po- uh, my roommate told me that I absolutely have to have you on my podcast, but I do not know who you are. She said, she just said that straight <laughs> up in the message. She's like, I don't know who you are and I've never heard of your podcast, but my roommate said like, I have to have you on the show. Mm. Um, she's like, our podcast is about a Norwegian author. Uh, and we, we read like, uh, some of his, I guess it's some like author that everyone knows. I've never heard of him. I'm an English major and an English teacher. I've never heard of him, but apparently he's this kind of like Norwegian sort of cult. It seems like almost like a, like a Thoreau type figure, just this kind of like 
you know, this sort of mystic guy who writes very pastoral. I don't know. Anyway, he's written this very long book and they're reviewing it like a couple pages at a time. And she's like, do you want to come on our show? And I was like, well, I said I would do any podcast. So yeah, sure. So I'm doing that one. (laughs) Uh, But that was like a much, at least, you know, at least with this one, it was like, oh, these two guys are both comedians. They have a comedy podcast. Right. It makes sense that even if you didn't know me, you'd be like, okay, yeah, this probably makes sense as a fit. So So did you read the two book pages? (laughs) Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I did, and they were so good. I didn't know that they novelized Big Bang Theory, yeah. but uh, it, on this page, so the bunny cool. says goodnight to the stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also well, I, I also did a podcast where they review Animorphs. You know the oh the hell yeah books Animorphs. Yeah, so there every episode of the show is one book of Animorphs, and so I had to read a full Animorphs book to guess. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like, this is home. And ours were like, oh, uh, we reviewed sandals once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we review like one thing every episode, brackets, yeah. sandals, bugs. <laughs> yeah. I was looking through the DMs. Justin I sent know. you and was amazed. <laughs> <laughs> We've done bugs once. You know, I know my, my girlfriend was like, so, so it's called everything reviewed. So what, what does that mean? And I was like, I think they just like review everything. And she was like, Oh, okay. And, and like, that's yeah. why, how we brand yeah, it. That, doing this is the, working. It's a <laughs> nationwide equivalent of like a, a nationwide tour and stand up. We'd be uh, like the Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I, I, this could be, this, this has more of a Davenport feel. Yeah. This is right, more of yeah. a Davenport, Everyone Iowa. Everyone says that. Uh, you're playing. <laughs> Playing Davenport the same night Chappelle is doing Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ex- yeah, exactly. That's what this is. Exactly. And that's why the tickets weren't selling. Yeah. Listen, it's not my fault <laughs> that Chappelle played Des Moines on the same night. That's what I'm telling my manager yeah. that I don't have. <laughs> hey, you're welcome there with us too. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. We're all living the dream in different ways. Yeah. Um, I actually, I have heard a blocked party. because oh, that's nice. Where our friend Eli Uden was on. Oh, okay. Yeah, Our past guest. Great, great uh, you're doing guy, his yeah. show, right? I on am. this tour? Yes. Yes. On this, on this podcast tour. Yeah. So, uh, Eli, Pat and Kath have all been guests on block party. Um, and, uh, I've been a guest on what a time to be alive and I will be returning to that show in a few weeks. So yeah, there, how do you guys know Eli just from comedy or Eli and I were on a college comedy troupe together. Oh, <laughs> and then we awesome. were roommates and I was on what a time like a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, fantastic. Yeah. What a great show uh, and great people. We, we love them all. They're, a lot they're of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So at least, so we had that connection where you could be, say to Eli, like this John Cullen guy, he doesn't suck, yeah. does he? Or whatever. <laughs> and Josh follows both of us. So we just trust our fan, Josh. <laughs> that's smart. That's smart. Shout out to Josh. He's getting a lot of action on the pod. I feel like Josh gets a lot of. <laughs> yeah, he gets. A, we, we have talk like three about him every episode, big fans. We talk about a lot. <laughs> that's hey. And Josh is one like, of them. That's like us. We're the, we're the same as well. We we we. You, but the thing with us is like it's very funny because we have like a podcast discord and then we have like people who follow us on Twitter. And so then you end up being like you know, you, you'll be like, Oh, uh, stinky blanket man. in the discord <laughs> said that, uh, big, big PP 69, uh, did this, you know, and you're like, oh. you know, <laughs> so you, you feel like what world am I living in? Right. And, and like, this is a thing that makes sense. It's not even that we're saying it. It's that people are listening to it and They're like, yeah, stinky blanket man did say that. That's so fucked up. That's crazy that he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny when those weird words just become like proper nouns. And you're totally just, your brain just goes like, yeah, that's this is all factual. 
<laughs> yeah. I just think it's like one of those things that it exists, like it exists on your phone and it exists on your computer and you just don't think about it. it we, we've all been on the internet for so long and been on message boards and Twitter and whatever that I think you just, you literally don't think about it. And then when you have to like say it out loud, that's when it really, then you're like, Oh, this is, I live in a world that, and I, I like, I'm a, I'm a high school teacher. So you know, there are people at my job who are just like so normy, like don't even like barely know what Twitter is that wouldn't that don't know what a podcast is. Right. And so you're like, I exist in this world where my girlfriend and I talk about stinky blanket man. And and then I go to work and I and read like, the stinky you know, cheese man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and other like, twisted fairy tales or whatever that book's called. I mean, that's a different. Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, you're right. The, uh, that oh, what a classic book that is. All timer. Great book, yeah. I can't even remember who that's by, but it, I loved that when I was a kid, for sure. Some Norwegian poet, I believe. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's really big in Norway. Yeah, a lot of people have heard of him over there. <laughs> but hey, we're not talking about the stinky cheese, man. Yeah, are we, what are we reviewing today, Joe? Yeah, let's get to the review. Finally, today, we're discussing catering. catering. So, John, you have any thoughts on John, catering? I don't know what do you think about catering, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know... Uh, a fan. We don't know. That's why we're asking. <laughs> great call. Great call. You're right. Thank you. Um, I mean, I think I'm a fan of catering. You know, uh, it's I, I okay. I mean, you guys again. You're comedians. You probably played some weird corporate gigs with catering. Um, you're giving us uh, a lot of credit tonight. I just want to throw that. Out. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything between about doing you. dates. No, I've done to dates. catered events. No, uh, yeah, yeah. catering. Yeah, you guys. Okay, are you guys not comedians? I mean, I've I seen like, catering. Hey, I've okay. played gigs with catering, Joe. You have? <laughs> yes. All right. I've done funny bones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't. I yeah. Okay. I mean, we're okay. You guys have been to weddings. I've considered and, working uh, in catering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a very much. It is very much like a comedian slash actor job, isn't it? Um, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think catering is cool. I, I think the one thing that's that that is interesting about catering is how virtually every catering company does the same thing. Um, and it's just accepted worldwide that if you're a catering company, then you do like one of four things. Um, and some are, are really, really bad at it. Um, yeah. and some are very good at it, you know? And I think that's, that's the fun part for me is it's like, you know, it, it, you go to a wedding, you go, you do a corporate, whatever, however you end up at a catered event. Um, and it is interesting how, uh, these, you know, some of these companies are very committed to fucking up prime rib. They're, they're just like, <laughs> Hey, we had one job and we do, and it's bad. We did it bad. You know, you'd figure you're, you're a catering company. That should be, that should be how you get into it. You know, you should be like, well, like a quarterback probably go, you know, picks up a football at home or a ball when they're a kid and they're like, well, I'm good at throwing this. I'm going to, maybe I'll be a quarterback catering. Right. It should be like, Whoa, I'm good at cooking prime rib. Maybe I should get into catering. But apparently some of them, I think they put the cart before the horse <laughs> and they say prime rib. Isn't that hard? To it make. can't be that hard. <laughs> you know, it can't be that hard. You just make one giant piece of meat and cut it up for people. Who cares? How embarrassing when a catering company is bad and just knowing they have a van full of food that will not make you happy. <laughs> yeah, totally. 100%. Turn it around and go back. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they always have vans. There, the food <laughs> emerges from a van. Uh-huh. You're like, and where did this get? Why is the going? guy serving the food the same one who drove the van? <laughs> yet another guy who has yeah. gloves on. Is there a sink in the van? I hope there's a sink in the van because <laughs> it seems like you just drove over here and we're just now you're serving me. Uh, yeah, and, it, and it's crazy too because. Um, the bet, like the best catering experience I ever had was actually my sister's wedding. And, uh, she got married in Hawaii. She did the, the, you know, the destination wedding and they got like Hawaiian catering and it was so good. Like it was crazy good. And it was like what you would think it was like Maui ribs and Mahi Mahi and um, like coconut yams. And, uh, like it was, it was incredible. It was the best meal that I I'm convinced it's the best meal that's ever been cooked for more than 10 people. Like it was, <laughs> there was 50 people at the wedding. Uh-huh. It was like, you know, and it, and it was like, this is, I was just sitting there and I'm like, this is what catering could be. We could make it here. This is what <laughs> yeah. it can be. You're jumping but around no, the different people. This we're is committed with us. We're committed <laughs> to dry mixed greens and, uh, <laughs> and mashed yeah. potatoes and prime rib in America. That's it. We're, we're not doing anything else. <laughs> And like, I, I always think of like chicken skewers that just will not come off that stick. (laughs) Yes. They were born on that stick. It's like, yeah, you got to eat a little stick with those. (laughs) Yeah. Is this a species of chicken? Do they put the stick in it at birth and it just like grows into the (laughs) stick and then they cook it? It's crazy because yeah, you're right. There is, it's the, you'll get, so I said four options. I think the four options are like, are like prime rib, some sort of like chicken thing. Uh, in BC, we get salmon cause that's like a very like mm. popular, so you'll, but you'll get some kind of fish generally. Um, and then usually like the vegetarian option is a lasagna usually like, a, you know, cause that's mm. easy. You just make up a big tray, bingo, bango. That's, that seems bango. to be the, that seems to be the go-to here, uh, for mm. us anyway. I don't know if you guys have had other catering experiences where it's something other than those four things. In Canada, do they also cook the entire thing by a tea light, like a yes. tea candle? Yes, that's like a big. The, the yeah, you get the like the the big uh, metal trays, mm-hmm. and then you put yeah, you put the tea lights under just one it. little candle yep. to cook the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> just hoping for the best. You know, this will keep this warm. Yeah, and then the, the the prime rib gets like its own desk lamp. You know, they bring in, they bring in the giant cutting board and the desk lamp. And then there are three of the Pixar logos hanging above it. Exactly. Perfect. And that's what makes it so cool. You know, that, that you, you're like, oh, this is going to be good because they cut it in front of me. It's like, no, you can still, that doesn't, that's not what makes it good. Surprisingly, that's not, uh, (laughs) that's not the secret sauce. Turns out you got to cook it well also before you cut it. So, yeah. And I always feel bad. The person's always very sweaty. Who's cutting it there because they're standing (laughs) Mm -hmm. beside the very hot desk lamp and they've probably been cooking all day and then they're just and then and then inevitably someone comes up and they don't like the pieces that are cut and they make them cut it off some side of the prime you know and you're like, <laughs> oh god uncle yeah. ted you know just let the man live you, you know it's going to taste how it's going to taste you're not getting enough to justify forcing this min wage guy to cut you off of a different piece <laughs> of this of this hunk of meat <laughs> Right. I don't know if you've had experience with this, but Justin and I both work in like TV and film and commercials and stuff. And there'll always be like a catering truck. Oh, yeah. Where they'll like run the catering out of. Yes. I'm always like, how is there enough room for three people to make breakfast sandwiches for everyone? <laughs> it doesn't seem truck? possible. It doesn't seem possible. I- how is there even a grill in there, let alone a huge <laughs> grill? 
Well, and the, like I've, so I've only been on one set for a commercial and I was just like amazed at the options. Like I was there for dinner and there were like three different dinner options out of one truck. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, and this was project barbecue, right? Kept. Yeah. You're like, this is just a, this is just a, a commercial. This can't mean it. And I didn't <laughs> know, like I was so nervous. Like, so I, I'd been doing comedy for quite a while at this point. And then I, I did just for laughs and, um, got an agent there. Um, and he's like just a Vancouver guy. It wasn't like some like high power. I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, bigger than I am, but it was just some, no, please, please, did, please. no, no, <laughs> please brag. Okay. Brag, it was, please brag. Yeah. It, it was Ari gold. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, <laughs> but, uh, Whoa. He's, yeah, he's pretty, do you ever call Lloyd he's pretty big? Uh, no, I mean, obviously, you know, Lloyd has been well promoted at this point. Um, mm. but yeah, no, it was just like, it was so, so I got this agent and then he was like, Oh, we go out for commercials. And, and I'm just like, not acting is just so far from what I am good at or interested in, but I managed to book a commercial. I don't really know how. And then I didn't know any of the etiquette about anything. I'd never been on a set before. And this, this was like a very involved commercial. It was for Benjamin Moore paint. The commercial was taking two weeks uh, they had brought in the entire film crew from the UK. Like I would not be shocked mm. if the budget for this commercial was in the millions and uh, they were doing all these like loca- on location shots, all this stuff. It was nuts. And um, I didn't, so I didn't know how to act. It felt like this was like a big set and I don't mean like act on camera. Well, that I didn't know how to do that either, but I definitely <laughs> didn't know how to act like backstage or whatever. We were in a park. It was in a Canyon. They were pretending this like Vancouver, uh, deciduous mountain Canyon was like, like a jungle in Vietnam. They had like pumped That's in, that English teacher. Coming yeah, they had out, by pumped the way. in all this deciduous. M- yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture here, Joey. Uh, and so they, they, brought, they brought all this mist in and they were like flapping the mist around this forest. And to their credit, like I saw the commercial after and it looked insane and it did look like we were in a tropical rainforest. Uh, but yeah, so Whoa. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to act. And then we ate food and, and like all of like the director and stuff was all sitting there. And that, that was the only table it was just like the director and all the, all of his people. And then me, so I was like, am I allowed to sit with the director? I don't know how this works. Like, I don't know what, if there's, <laughs> is there a hierarchy what's going on? So I felt very nervous and I'd never <laughs> been to catering a catering truck before. I was like, I can just have whatever I want and I don't pay for anything. I was very confused. And so I literally said to the director, I'm like, is it okay if I sit with you? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but then, but it fucked me up. Cause like he said, yes. But then the whole time I was like, but is he pissed off though? Is he fucking mad? <laughs> like, is he like, how is he just being yeah, nice? like, how dare this fucking guy? And cause I don't know anything about this industry either. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm a curious guy. I'm asking him all these questions. I'm like, so like you guys are here for two weeks. Like, what does that look like? Like, how do you get, how do you do all these locations? Like I'm asking him all these, like he, he probably fucking hated me. I, maybe I'm, maybe I've been blackballed and I don't even know. Like he sent it around and they're like, you can't book this guy. He just asks a ton of questions. I got cut out. I got cut out of the commercial on the last day too. Oh no. Yeah. It was like a, the, the whole thing, you might've seen the ad campaign because it was a global ad campaign for Benjamin Moore paint. And the whole thing, the whole concept was like, Benjamin Moore paints like brings things back to life. Like it's, you know, you paint it and it's like, whoa. So the, the whole thing was they were showing all these like vintage things. So it's like these like old people doing like roller derby and it's like, we're bringing roller derby back. And mine was that we were seeing a dodo bird in the, in this like tropical rainforest. So it's like, whoa. yeah, it's like, whoa, that's coming back to life. So it was me and this other guy. So the scene was that like, 
he turns around and like clears some brush out of the way and he sees the dodo bird and then he hits me and I turn around and look at the dodo bird and then I'm like, whoa. And so (laughs) the commercial, so it's like two days out and my agent messages me and this is a global commercial. So the buyout on this is like 15 grand. So my agent's like, yeah, it's your, I've seen the final cut. You're in it. Hell yeah, we're good to go, baby. And then the next day, he was like, oh, they cut it one more time. You're not in it. And I was like, great. That's killer, dude. (laughs) And so, yeah, so I've seen the commercial since. And it's literally, it shows the first guy and it shows his face because your face has to be in the commercial to get paid. So it shows the the first guy's face and you can see my body behind him. And then he looks (laughs) with surprise at the dodo and hits me but then that's it. And then you don't see me turn around and I'm like, really? You spent a million dollars on this commercial. And I was, I was clearly the budget cut. They were like, Oh, that we could just ax this guy out and save some, (laughs) save 10 G's. We could save 15 grand. Right here. Who gives a shit? I wonder who replaced you or what? Yeah, it must've been that they uh, gave that second to the Dodo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, The Dodo was CGI. They didn't have to pay residuals on the Dodo. So they're like, let's show the Dodo even more, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that was, uh, I don't know how catering led us to that. Oh yeah. Cause we were talking about the catering truck. Yeah. I mean it, it, it sucks. Uh, I did a live stream for McDonald's. That was really fun. Actually. I had a good time with that one. What's a McDonald's live stream. Yeah. What is that? Oh God. You ate like six burgers in an hour. So, uh, yeah. So I didn't tell you it was unsolicited. It was just the commercial crew was in the McDonald's. They're like, whoa, John Cohen self tape. Yeah. Look at this guy. This is this guy's eating so many McDoubles. Um, no, it was. Uh, so this was um, I guess there's a day. You know how like um, online they have all these uh, like days. It'll be like, oh, it's hashtag national best friend day or whatever, you know? And you're like, that's not a, you're just inventing this. No one cares. Um, So apparently there's a national French fry day. Um, Yes. Mm. Which is uh, July. I plan to celebrate. It's like July 13th (laughs) or something. Yeah. Cause they had just launched the my McD's app um, where you can like order food Mm. off of it or whatever. And so if you downloaded the app, you got a free medium fries and you didn't have to purchase anything. You just had to download the app, walk into a McDonald's and and just downloading the app would give you a coupon. So that was the whole point of this live stream. And the app kept crashing like over and over (laughs) and over because the, it was like a free medium fries. So these, uh, so they would tell me, so when we started out the whole point, they were like drilling home with me, like, every five minutes, plug the app, like get the app in there, tell everybody, download the app. You get a free medium fries. They're like every five minutes. So I start out doing that. And then they would like hold up a sign. Like app is broken. Stop talking about the app. <laughs> Cause it's obviously like some geek in like Silicon Valley who's like, you got to shut down the traffic to the app while we fix this. You know, so I'm just imagining this map. I'm just one stupid idiot guy in a cabin on top of a mountain. And they're just, filtering all these instructions to me. And so, yeah, so this, it was like, stop talking. And then it's like, app is live again, bring it back up. And then I'd be like, okay, the my McD's app down. Then app is broken again. Stop talking. It was, it was (laughs) nuts. It was fun though. Did you get to eat McDonald's? Well, that was the thing. Did they, they pay you in McDonald's? Give, food? I didn't get anything McDonald's related at all. I mean, I got paid quite well, but I, it, yeah, they, I was like fully expecting like 
but because it, it was up on top of a mountain. So apparently there like was a plan that like the whole thing, speaking of catering would be catered by McDonald's. And then I guess the nearest right. McDonald's location to grouse was like, Oh, we're not doing that. I love that the local McDonald's just gets to go. No, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been like, there's no, cause so to get up grouse, you have to take like a 15 minute gondola ride. So there's uh, just no way the McDonald's would have been good. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe that was their main concern. Like, well, by the time it gets up there, like take prime the, rib up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let the boys starve. <laughs> yeah. Bring up a selection of deli meats and fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no free McDonald's. None. You would think I was the, I was the face of McDonald's for two hours. I got yeah. no, no McDonald's swag whatsoever. Wait, Joey, like, like six cliff bars in McDonald's commercial. Our friends, dare I say? Yeah. Our friend was in a McDonald's commercial. And he got cut out of it as well. Oh, really? But it was a like Golden Globes one. It was cut out. But then at the Oscars, he was in it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And that feels like a bit of a, like, you'd probably feel pretty good. The best he was I watched the, the Oscars Globes. with him and he was next to me and he, it aired and he was like bummed. He's like, here's the commercial I got cut out of. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, this is a different edit. <laughs> like you can <could laughs> feel the energy change. <laughs> and then he shows up and we like freaked out. It felt like he won an Oscar that night, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a commercial with Chrissy Teigen ordering fries after the awards or whatever. Oh, nice. Damn. That's fun. I That's fun. Hang out with Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I know. This whole thing made me hungry, even All for trash catering. catering. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. My last like full time production gig was on a Quibi show called The Fugitive. Uh, which Shout out. Sure. Hey, shout out Quibi. Um, but I was <laughs> the your, director's did your assistant. Clear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please, yeah. please, please give me that Quibi money. <laughs> the catering person found out I was the director's assistant and would always insist to like give me way too much food to give to him. Like trying to be like, hey, this guy works for the big wig. Let's give him extra food to make him feel good. And my boss would be like, do not bring me this much food because I will eat it. Like, don't do it. And then I had to like translate that to her and she wouldn't get it and then I felt rude being like stop giving me so much food like you have to like I had to like kind of sit her down and say <laughs> please stop <laughs> and I she was so nice in the trash <laughs> I kind of had I really did have to be like I will throw this out if you give it to <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I'm dump this on the floor <laughs> And then also with that weirdness of the industry, like she wants to impress by giving him more food. And it's like, what is he going to do? Be like, wow, That's catering's like, like giving me a lot of food. We should let them write the next episode. <laughs> What's going on? That's her dream. That's her dream. She's like, okay, for 10 days in a row, I will overfeed this man. And then on the 11th day, I'll yeah. tape my script. He'll I'll get tape sick my pilot and I can to the direct. bottom of the plate. Yeah. And, yeah. and he'll be like, oh, you know what? These, this food has been incredible. I will read this script. And then meanwhile, I'm like, if I keep bringing him too much food, he won't let me write the next script. <laughs> It's like, what's going on in this stupid industry? <laughs> oh, uh, just a, a quick highlight of a, a good catering event. You don't see them a lot of places, but you see them at a catered table. A cocktail weenie. Oh. oh. A tiny little hot dog. <laughs> True. You're like, you want this? You go, yes, please. I'll have six. <laughs> Is yeah, that wrap them in some croissant <laughs> breading and I'll eat a ton of them. <laughs> I do like, I think you can tell a lot about the catering at an event by how well, like whether or not you can even recognize what the hors d'oeuvres are. 
Like if the hors d'oeuvre just kind of looks like a circle of something and you don't even really know what it is, you're like, oh, this is, I'm at, I'm at a good, I'm at a good party. You know, this is a good, they, they spend money on this, you know, and they'll, it'll have some name. It'll have some like French vaguely sounding, Oh, le papillon. Uh, I mean, that's but, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's butterfly. But uh, you know, it'll be like oh, le, le papillon. Oh, that's le, that's like butterfly. You yeah, you're and like, you're like well, oh, okay. Two wings. You're like what? What's in this? And they're like oh, we don't even. I couldn't even tell you what's in it. Just eat it. Just eat it. You fuck. You know, that's the kind of attitude <laughs> yeah. the servers have. And then you're like okay. I'm at a good spot. You can tell because if you're at a catering event and yeah, it's like maybe it's like a sausage roll or like a cocktail weenie or some Mm. sushi maybe. And then you're like, okay, this might be okay, but it doesn't give you that same vibe of like, oh, I don't even recognize what food this is. Cool. Right. (laughs) Well, then you made me think there's kind of the two styles. There's either like a big dome you lift up and like steam comes out like it hasn't ever been opened before. Or there's uh, what's crazy to really think about people walking around to bring you the food. Yeah. Yeah. Plate. What a strange thing that is that they walk around like, do you want this? And then I feel obligated (laughs) to say yes, even though I don't because I feel like I'm being rude. But it is. It's weird, too, because then like you're so presumably you're sitting at a table with six to ten people. Pardon me. And if if you get served something that you don't like, then you just sit there. Everyone else eats it your plate is still like basically full. And then the people come around and they're like, are you done? And you have to have that awkward, like, yes, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want, I didn't want this to start with. I hate mushrooms. Okay. (laughs) If I had my way, you wouldn't have even put it down. I was thinking of something about catering when, you know, everyone's gone through the line and then the people that serve the catering, they all sit down and it's like, Oh, Oh, their turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. And there's always like a terrible game at the wedding or something where, where, where it's like, Oh, you know, Oh, let's see. Uh, okay, who knows this fact about the bride? Uh, she went to what <laughs> high school? And then someone's like, ah, that, that Elk Lodge or whatever. And then they're like, oh, table seven. Hey, hey. And then table six hey. is like, wait, wait a minute. We got that first. Should we go to the rating factory? Yes, we're here in the Rating Factory. John, welcome. Thanks for Thanks joining us. Thanks for having me. I didn't we, know I was going on a field trip. If a little field trip, a little podcast. Yeah. Uh, You're a teacher. You know field trips. You know field trips. I do. I do. I just wasn't ready. Yeah. yeah. But did we get everyone's permission? Uh-huh. Everybody get on the bus. About. Uh, if, if the yeah. bus driver turns lights on and opens the door, you got to be quiet. He's looking for a train. <laughs> yeah. Great point. So here is this uh, where we all go around and give our final thoughts. And then once we've done that, uh, at the same time, we will rate catering on a scale of one to ten. Okay. But first, your final thoughts. Take me back to Hawaii. Oh. That's what I want. I oh, want that my catering God, we again. Did not- it, showed me, it showed me what catering could be. How many... Let's... I know we're in the factory now, but like, <laughs> let's put a percentage like of all the catered meals you've had in your life. What percentage would you say were like a good, like satisfying? Oh, because I'm like trying to think about that in my head. Like I'm thinking it's probably like 14 percent, maybe 30 percent. Yeah, Mine number. could be zero. 
You've it's never possible. liked any catering, Joe? I've never disliked it, but I've never been like, oh, I'd love to eat that again later. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. And there's always it leftovers. It is pretty rare. There's always leftovers. Yeah, always. Like, no, oh, that's yeah, another yeah, thing like, with we're gonna set. We're going to pizza later. We bring that home all the seconds? time. And yeah. then you're like, no, we don't want, we don't want seconds. Yeah. We're good. We, I had my one trip. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, no, you're, I mean, I guess on that scale, Joe, you're right. Like, I think on on that scale of like do i want to eat this again then man it might only be that hawaii yeah <laughs> catering where i was like that would be but i was thinking of it just more of like oh that was like good like i didn't it, like that was fine but yeah and it, oh man you might be it might even be lower than i thought i've had some good catering i've been uh, pretty lucky on set good stuff okay joe yeah. and i don't believe on you set, have true, not I've had some that are it, i it, it's never been like oh yeah that's good i feel like even wedding food it's always like Here's like Spanakopita that's okay. I'm like, great. I mean, I guess like there's not a lot of opportunities to get okay Spanakopita. I have to be at like a Greek <laughs> restaurant and love it or just not eat it at all. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe, okay, I take it back. There's, Thank there's some you, see, good. You're catering. coming around. Come on. But we've worked enough sets where you bring home like a piece of salmon, a piece of chicken. A pile yeah. of mac and cheese, a pile of coleslaw, and you're like, Dude, the next quick, day you throw out half of it. Real quick, a guy I work with, love him dearly, good friend of mine. He had brought home a bunch of uh, leftover egg sandwich. These egg sandwiches are incredible. It's like a fried egg, and they put like this kind of chipotle mayo sauce on them with cheese. Unbelievable. On these little tiny buns, incredible fresh. They make them <laughs> right there for you. Eat as many as you want. This guy, my dear friend, who lives happens to live across the street from me in L.A., he had, there was a whole big tub of them left over, and I jokingly was like, hey, you got to take those home, and then he did. And the <laughs> next morning, it was a Saturday, and he said, hey, very kindly, he goes, hey, I'm heating up some of those egg sandwiches if you want to come on over. I uh, just love him, and I wanted to shout famously, him out. Uh, famously great reheated food. Yeah, is, eggs. Uh, eggs. You know what eggs need? A, a day to settle. It. Yeah, everyone's saying that. Everyone's like, you know what tastes better the second day? Yeah, and his apartment's mm. smaller than mine, so he's like, hey, squeeze in here with me, buddy, and let's also, sit on my half You couch. just perfectly proved my point of you said, they're an incredible sandwich, they're so good, and the next day I was offered them and said, no way in hell. Because they gotta get eat it up, Joe. If he was making them fresh over there, I'd say, I'm <laughs> on my way. My shoes I'm are I'm already on. outside. <laughs> let me Buzz in. the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, my final thoughts on catering. I like that it's free. We didn't really touch on that. You got to just take it as you go. Mm, Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, when it's not good, you're like, well, what's the closest other place I can order from? Because this was a disappointment. And especially at funerals. When you have have bad catering at a funeral, you're sad twice. Yeah, that's (laughs) tough. (laughs) Yeah, that's my final thoughts. Joe? Morning two losses. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, you made a good point. I, I feel like if I'm ever on a set and it's early and I see there's a tray of just a bunch of uh, like tin foil wrapped breakfast sandwiches or burritos, I get excited. So there is like an upside to it. Uh, I like that there's an abundance of food. You can kind of yes. like eat as much as you want. If you were the director, nice. you would tell your assistant, no, no, you bring yeah. me all the food. You bring as much <laughs> as you can carry and then you go back a second time. <laughs> 
And you get that script from her, all right? <laughs> We're running this. <laughs> I direct like Marlon Brando, just blowing up. My number has jumped up at least two since. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's what it's all about here in the factory. We're That's making right. numbers. Yeah. All right, Joe, do you want to count us down on you know what? And Yeah, I have to say, we used to count down on a three, two, one, and now for whatever reason, we count down on Papa John Hodgman. And then we say <laughs> our number on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, zero being the lowest. Okay. And that makes sense though. Cause if you said three, two, one, and then you said another number, I can see how that would be confusing. <laughs> three, two, one, yes. zero. Three, two, one, two. <laughs> right. People would be like, what? It makes a lot more sense to say the name of another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely. I agree. That's hey, what yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, John, do you have your number? I do. Justin, do you have your number? I do. Great. On the count of Papa John Hodgman, we will say it at the same time. Papa, Papa John, John Hodgman, Hodgman five, four. Did you say four? I went four. I was going to say four. Wow. We almost tied. And, and then I said five. And Justin said seven. seven. I almost said six. Dang. Oh, we're all out of whack. <laughs> so seven, five, four. That's 16. Yeah. 16 that, divided by three. Joe. 15 and go. a third or five and a third. Five and a third. Yeah. There it is. Great. The average score. Wow. For catering. Congratulations. What's the highest rated thing you guys have had? We've had a couple tens. Uh, and tens if across we, the board. We do have the the role the rule if we say the same number it gets bumped up. So if we both say ten, it gets an eleven. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Uh uh, one of our fans, Lindsay, has made a spreadsheet where Shout we can out, see Lindsay. all of them, and I always forget to look at which ones. Nice, are nice way to go, Lindsay. That's a dedicated fan. I respect. Yeah, that. Truly, the best. Okay, uh, John. Thank you so much yeah, for doing thank this. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys for having me. This was a blast. Good luck on the rest of your podcast tour. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And it wouldn't be appropriate if we did not give you the floor to promote all of uh-huh. your various goods. Thank you. Well, yeah, so I am doing this podcast tour to support my album, which is coming out on October 16th on Comedy Records. It's called Long Stories for No Reason. Uh, it's it's uh, very good, I think. I think you'll enjoy it. If you want to get all the updates about it, you can follow me on Twitter, at Cullen the Comic, and I'll remind you when it's coming out, and I'll be posting uh, some clips of jokes on my Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, we've kind of talked about my podcast a little bit. Uh, it's called Blocked Party. Uh, we bring a guest on every week to talk about a time that they got blocked on social media. Uh, it's very fun. It's with uh, my friend Stefan Heck. Uh, you can follow that on Twitter at Blocked Party Pod. And we mentioned it off the top, but we didn't really talk about it. I also have another podcast called The POD Cast, uh, where myself and Brian Quinby from Street Fight Radio review a new metal album every month, a classic new metal album. And, uh, yeah, that's really fun too. If you were a big new metal head back in the day, I think, uh, it's something you might enjoy. So that's, those are all the things. So follow so much stuff. Good for whatever. you. Just having stuff. You. Hustling. Too much stuff. Too Up much there stuff. there in Vancouver. You know. Thank you. Trying our best. It's all we can do. Woo. Well, we're going to hit you up if we're ever up there to get a baby burger or whatever. Oh, please do. I would love a, that. And yeah, if you guys burger. are up here and you yeah. want to do some shows, we can make that happen too. So yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again, Sweet. guys. Cool. Really appreciate yeah, Thank it. you this for doing this. And um, yeah, that's it. Justin? Right. That's that's everything. Thank you, John. Thanks, guys. Bye. Great. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Everything Reviewed. Our logo is by Matthew Dwyer. And if you liked listening to this, could you tell somebody about it, please? Please! That's all.